Blog Talk Radio. Ray and Tay today. Yes, Sports Radio's on, talking sports with friends, and you know we got it on from the NFL to the NBA, MLB and college hoops do it all day, college football, we know who's number one, understand, on the phones, you know we get it done, so call in 718-664-9098 and we'll give you more. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor, and thank you for joining us on this Monday evening, leading you up to Monday Night Football. Give us a call, 718-664-9098. Like always, tweet at us, at Ray and Tay today. Check out RayandTayToday.com, your email, some of your picks at RayandTayToday at gmail.com. We're social. We're everywhere. We're we're even on Instagram. We're not Snapchatting with you, but we're on Instagram, and that's that's good enough because they got their own Snapchat, right? So, oh, Ray, we got football, of course, some college football, the baseball, but we got to start off with a little, you know, Ray and Tay, we like to get versatile. We love talking entertainment and pop culture. The Emmys, Ray, got to find out what you thought. I thought it was pretty good. Jimmy Kimmel, some hits, some misses. I um, I don't watch Veep or Game of Thrones, and I know that I should because everybody and their mama loves them, but I just don't. I haven't gotten into them, but I'm glad, you know, they did some winnings. But I did see the main winner, the OJ series, American Crime series. That was incredible acting, and I thought the speeches from, you know, the actor and the actress and Courtney Vance, you know, basically – she brought Marsha Clark there and gave her props, and I thought that was just so great. I don't know what you thought, but, uh, yeah, and, and Regina King, American Crime, if you've never seen it, Ray, every year a different script, same actors. It is incredible what they've done the first two seasons. I love it. Regina King won, and, you know, I met her. She's, she's good people, so I was happy. I thought it was pretty good. You know, I thought that the show – Flowed. I thought that uh, some of the, you know, hits and misses, right? Jeb Bush in the beginning of the show. <laughs> um, but there were some, there were some moments. I thought it was a good show overall. You know, they stuck to the to the timeline. Everybody pretty much, they pretty much ended the show on time at eleven. So, you know what? I was surprised. OJ crushed it. Um, well, they went nine Emmys. Uh, Game of Thrones. I think, I think they only won one major one, but that is the yeah. thirty seventh Emmy. So they just took over as the show that's won they passed Cheers. So they have the most Game of Thrones has the most Emmys ever. So think about that. Veep Julia Louis Dreyfus won her fifth fifth in a she row. revealed that her father died two days ago. Yeah. And she still made uh, it out that's... to LA to do the show. I mean that was that was touching. So yeah there was some definitely yeah. some uh, some moments. And there. she's one of my favorite. I mean she's a legend, you know, from Seinfeld and Saturday Night Live. She's great, so it was uh, it was definitely fascinating. Oh, and Key and Peele, my son watches them. They won for uh, sketch comedy. That was big. That is big. That. Key and Peele did the thing. Yeah, they they got a good show. They they're actually really talented. Funny guys, uh, pretty brilliant. So, but Sunday Night Football was on too, and we got to get to that because I think what we saw Ray was almost maybe a changing of the guard. Some people were afraid to pick it or believe it. We were, you know, kind of 
worried after the Teddy B injury, you know, would they drop down a notch? We both, I think, have the Vikings at a wild card, but not to win the division. But last night, opening up U.S. Bank, gorgeous, incredible stadium. They they knocked it out of the park. That it destroys Jerry's world. That stadium is off the charts. And I think Zimmer is a great coach. The defense, you didn't have AP for a while. He wasn't doing much. He got hurt. But Stefan Diggs was insane, ready to step it up as, you know, the next – Young, you know, receiver that's ready to develop. Sam Bradford looked like the number one pick from 2010, from 2010. And um, I'm impressed with the Vikings. And I think, you know, if they – meniscus tear, if they can bounce and hold, you know, Asiata McKinnon can run pretty good for two weeks um, and hold the fourth for AP to come back, I think the Vikings are a legitimate NFC Super Bowl uh, contender, Ray. And I got questions about – the Packers, defense consistency, and the offensive play calling, too much talent to put up what they put up. I think McCarthy either needs to get an OC or it just might be time for a new coach. And I hate to say that, but I'm I'm just really sensing that. I think Rodgers is frustrated. I think Rodgers is frustrated, but I also think that he's not the same. I mean, and I don't know if that's when the mental part of the game kicks in. Maybe he's frustrated because his receivers are not – Jordy Nelson's back, and it looks like he's back at least at 80, 85% of the old Jordy Nelson. But maybe his receivers can't get separation, but Rodgers is doing some rookie things. I mean, he always was the most mobile, accurate quarterback on the run, but he's throwing off his back foot. He's throwing into traffic, and it felt like last year he didn't want to make any mistakes, so he didn't throw interceptions. This year he's thinking he was too careful. And this year he's almost thinking, you know what, I just have to make things happen. And I feel as if he's his game is just off. And, and they could they lost the running game two, three years ago and really have never gotten it back. Like you said, their play calling is too vanilla. They need to get – first of all, they don't have an identity. But then after that, their play calling, there's no deception, there's no separation – it, it it shouldn't but, be that way. I, I think Adams, Cobb, and Jordy. I mean, that's a very nice. They're good. You know, trio of receivers. Let me ask you this though, Ray. Why a week before the season do not you you let go of Sitton and he goes to the Bears? This is a what a, a Pro Bowl guard that that and when you need to run the ball and protect Aaron Rodgers, how do you not improve your offensive line but you actually let it go? Like, I mean, that's a good player. Like, to me, I'm baffled. Those types of yeah. moves, I don't I don't get. understand cutting a veteran starter that late in camp. I mean, if, if he wasn't going to make the team, then, then don't even bring him back. Cut him in the beginning so you can work somebody else in. You know, we learned from Peyton Manning that they they didn't – invest enough in on defense, right? So that's why Peyton Manning only won one Super Bowl with the Colts, and then he went to Denver and was a whole other story. But for most of his career, they always took care of him. They always put an excellent offensive line around him. They always put the best skilled position players that they could get because they knew that, that he was the franchise. Now, they, you could argue they underinvested in defense, so they'd win 10-11 games, and then they'd lose in the playoffs to the Patriots or to whoever. But I feel like Rodgers needs to step up and say, look, you know, 
we've got a window here where the AFC team is going to be, you know, the Broncos or, or the Patriots or somebody like that. But the NFC, you know, I'm not scared of Carolina. Uh, Seattle just threw up a, a, a three. <laughs> they can't. Uh, they they can't score. Three. They can't score. They were they've lucky to score week one. Yeah. They've got <laughs> offensive line issues. You know, the, yeah. the Vikings, we can handle the Vikings. I mean, they're probably saying them, that to themselves. So they're saying to themselves, the window is there. We could and should be the NFC representative in the Super Bowl. So Rodgers has got to get on them, and McCarthy. But do you really believe in their defense? Do you really believe in their defense? I mean, I I, I believe in their defense. Here's what I'll tell you. I believe in their defense in so much as Aaron Rodgers can help with that defense. He's good enough. I mean, he's the best. So with with. All you got to do is get to the playoffs, right? And then you get to the playoffs. They want to they want a world uh, world series. They want a Super Bowl beating your your Steelers. They didn't need the best defense, especially when you have a guy as smart and as accurate and the guy who doesn't turn it over on offense. And so when you get to that playoff game, your defense needs to be good enough and if you host a few playoff games cuz nobody wants to go to Lambeau in in the frigid cold. They're good enough. They're good enough to win. They're not Seattle. They're not Arizona. They're not Denver. But they're good enough with Aaron Rodgers clicking and his ball control and his efficiency and not making mistakes. You have to beat the Packers. They typically don't beat themselves. So can they win a Super Bowl with that defense? Yes. Will that defense carry them to the Super Bowl? Absolutely not. They need Aaron Rodgers to carry them, and that's the problem. Well, that was the perfect segue because we got to keep it going. And you talk about a defense. I think we both got to, and we're doing I'm sorry, we might not apologize to them today, but it's got to come in a couple of weeks because 34-20, I knew they would take care of Andrew Luck and the Colts. I said bench Luck, but what I did not know is that this Denver Bronco defense would be so dominant. Another pick six to leave. Demarcus Ware is going to be out four to six weeks. He got hurt. But C.J. Anderson, Simeon doing enough. Demarius Thomas playing hurt and playing well. And the Broncos are, you know, joining seven, you know, six other teams. There's seven teams, 2-0. and The Eagles obviously will pick it later, have a chance to be. But, Ray, I'm pretty impressed so far with the Denver Broncos and a defense that it just – Two it's, fourth it's, quarter it's touchdowns. <laughs> it's a I good mean, but defense. think about it though. If they don't score those two fourth quarter touchdowns, that game is much closer than thirty-four twenty. It was close they for made... a minute, yeah. yeah it was so, close so for a minute, the, but... if your glasses half full, guy, you're saying that the defense carried them and they're all good. If your glasses half empty, guy, you're saying, you know, losing well, Manning and be... Osweiler. It's a big deal. No, no, you're right. And that's where they can be beat against the Patriots or the Steelers because those teams can really score. And so, Simeon, I see, and this is where Broncos and Texans are very, very good, but they're a notch below Pittsburgh and, and, and the Patriots right now. And I, and I think those are the four best in the AFC. We're already seeing it. We have to see if Kansas City or the Raiders or another team can wake up and maybe the Jets, you know, has potential. But right now it's it's those four, Broncos, Texans, and then Steelers, Patriots. I, I worry about the Colts. This could be an ugly season, and I think the coach is, is going to be gone and the GM, and I think they just need to start over 
bring in the new regime and, and, and build it properly. Frank Gore, amazing that he got that touchdown, but he's still old, and they they need still more help on the offensive line, and they got to build up a better defense, right? So you know. You're right, and, and this you... didn't happen overnight, though. That's the thing. This, this is something, <laughs> and we've been killing that GM for a long time. Yeah, Grixon, he deserves it, though. He deserves Let me ask you this. How much of an enigma are is Matt Ryan and the Falcons? Because – I felt like they had no business winning this game. And the one thing that I would assess when we talk about these two two games together, the Jaguars and the Raiders, I don't believe them. They need more people. They're not ready yet, right? And so, and I think we're seeing that because, to me, you can't go out to San Diego and get down 21 nothing, and really lose to a game that's not a team that's, that's really not that good, right? And um, would head out for the season. Sorry to hear that. But – then the Raiders, you can't lose to a team that's got to come out west that is not so great that you're at home that you should be able to beat. So give me your thoughts, Raiders and, and Jaguars, and obviously the Falcons and the Chargers get the wins. You know, Melvin Gordon looks good, but Tevin Coleman is a uh, Tevin, Tevin Coleman is a uh, house and <laughs> like what uh, uh, McCall said, Tevin Campbell, but he's house and Devontae Freeman stuff, Julio Jones. Played good, but he's hurt, that ankle, you know, whatever. But Matt Ryan, are you, how do you, what do you think or feel about him? You know, I'll get into this in a little bit, but I'm not ready to write him off. And I know our guy Nas down in Atlanta probably sees him up close and personal. I don't know what happened. So it's hard for me to explain what happened. Explain it to me, Lucy. I, so, so I can't really explain it to you, but I don't think you just lose it like that overnight. And right. he suddenly became unclutch, and he suddenly became can't handle the pressure, and he suddenly became a lot of things. But you know what? Mike Smith used to have a good defense down there for him. And he took advantage of it, and, and he had, talk about a guy with some great skill position players. Right, he had Roddy White and Julio Jones, and he had uh, 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 you know uh, Gonzalez for a while, yeah. Tony Gonzalez for a minute, and then uh, you know I guess he had Steven Jackson for for a minute, and then he had um, you know obviously Devontae Freeman had a great season last year, so I still think he can Michael play. Um, yeah, Michael the Burner Turner, that's the guy I was I was looking for. So he yeah. can still play. Um, is he elite top five? No, but I don't think. You know, I, I'd, I'd still like to have Aaron Rodgers on my team. You know, I'm a Jet fan. I'll take Aaron Rodgers over 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 Ryan Fitzpatrick. You mean Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan. You take Matt Ryan. I mean, well, sorry, yeah. Matty Ryan. Matty <laughs> you I, can't get Aaron Rodgers player. <laughs> no, no, sorry. I, mean, I, I love to have Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, Matty Ice. I, I'd have Matty Matty Ice over over. Oh no, no, he's got Fitzpatrick. the talent. He's I mean, just... to me, he is still. And I'd like to talk to him. You know, I'd like to get him on the show. I'd like to be like, look, what's in your head, player? I mean, you were an elite quarterback on an elite team for two or three years, and this was in your mid-20s. So now that you're in the prime of your career, I'm like, what happened? But I still think he can play. I mean, the, the bottom line is I, I still think he's a he's a top 15 quarterback, somebody that you could win a Super Bowl with. I do think so. Uh, right, right, but what's wrong with the Raiders? I mean, how did they not win that game? They've got, uh, I mean, gosh, they've got talent. The only thing I can think of 
is they're just mentally not ready. They were smelling, you, you smell me? They were smelling themselves too much after last game, and they don't know how to play from ahead. They don't know how to deal with success, and only time and experience can give you that. And think about who's on their team. Like, who's experienced success? I mean, Amari Cooper in college? Uh, And we can stop Everybody can stop crowning their defense Their defense is not that good yet I'm sorry My guy Khalil Mack who I had for Defensive player of the year Not not really showing that in the first two games Yeah So well let's keep it going And obviously you know we already know About the Chargers and Jaguars Neither one of them are going to go anywhere By the time I get to Arizona Ray Yo, you got to bow down because what they did. Now, I thought Jameis would keep it close, but I was wrong. And, you know, I knew that they would be angry and I knew that they would, you know, come out like this. But this is exactly what you needed to see because this team, the way Seattle's looking, if Arizona, you know, wants it, it's it's all for them with the talent they have. David Johnson is so legit. Chris Johnson was showing up. Fitz has is, is found the youth. Carson Palmer, the defense is crazy. If you got Cooper picking it off and taking it to the house, him and Brandon Williams is like the, you know, switching the second and third corner. This is going to be a hard team to beat because they, they really, they're explosive. I mean, they can put up 40 on anybody. So I, I was happy to see that, but I wanted to see Jameis play better. Had no problem with Cutter keeping him in the game and him finishing it out. You know, that's that's just being a leader. I don't have a problem with that. Everybody gets worried about that. But uh, you impressed with Arizona now? That's pretty, that was a good win. <laughs> you know what? I, I've always been impressed with Arizona. I mean, I think they're an excellent, excellent team. The only question is, in late December, when when, when the games count, to, to win home yeah. field advantage, and then in January, can they can they keep the momentum? They're one of those teams. Seattle now, I, I was going to put Seattle in that category, but Seattle now with their offensive problems needs the regular season. But I would argue that the Arizona Cardinals are that one team that doesn't even need the regular season. I mean, they're the team that needs to go right to the playoffs and earn it in January because there's nothing like they the can Bengals, do. almost like the Bengals in the AFC. Almost, well, but the Bengals fair, lost yeah. Marvin Jones and Muhammad Sanu, so so they do to me. And, and Eifert's hurt, so they need to kind of figure out: do they have a, a, a you know a tight end contingency plan? But you're right; the Bengals will be the next closest team. But yeah. there's nothing the Cardinals can do. So they go 13 and three. So they go 14 and two. So they go 15 and one. Right. Who you cares? still got to get over the hump. Yeah. Who cares? No, you're right. Right. So they're good enough to do it, and and I don't have any problem saying that they're an excellent team that just hasn't done it in the playoffs. So to me, it's almost more important to stay healthy. But of course, you got to play your 16 games. You got to earn it, and and hopefully. They have a good showing and go deep in the playoffs because I like to see that franchise. You remember we we're old enough. We remember that franchise when it was the, you know, the St. dog Lewis days, Cardinals, Cardinals the yeah. St. Louis Cardinals, and 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 yeah. and then the. Do you remember they had Buddy Ryan out there at the Cardinals when they sure. moved to Arizona? They had yeah, a bunch of different coaches. Bidwell there. was was the joke owner of the NFL. Of an owner, yep. The father, yeah, yeah. His sons really turned it around. 
you know. So not much to talk about Rams, Seattle. Rams, you figured they would bounce back. They get the win. Both these teams are atrocious offensively, and you feel for Todd Gurley. I think the Seahawks are ready to bring back beast mode, um, <laughs> to be honest with you. But I, I want to ask you, pretty impressive win from the Texans. Uh, Kansas City can be a dangerous team. Spencer Ware, Macklin, you know, Smith, whatever. 19-12, not pretty, but I think – solid performances from their offensive big three, right? Hopkins puts up, you know, 100 and change. Lamar Miller gets gets it going, and Brock looks pretty decent. I think, are you feeling like Bill O'Brien is, is kind of building a, a team that is not only ready to win the division, but kind of easily win the division and be the uh, class of the AFC South? So it's all your neighborhood. Right? It's like real estate. Neighborhood, neighborhood, neighborhood. So ball, in ball. that neighborhood <laughs> in that neighborhood they're playing in a good neighborhood. So like you said, Indianapolis is in trouble. Starting with the GM, the roster, you know, they're a mess. So that helps to play in that division with uh Tennessee and Jacksonville and Houston. Yeah. Right? Tennessee so, don't sleep. And Indianapolis, sorry. So, to me, A, it helps that they're in the right neighborhoods. B, they've also invested in that defense, so the defense is, is nice and solid. And if Brock – it all comes on the Brock Osweiler, right? It's the most important position in football, certainly, maybe in all the sports, team sports. Who is your quarterback? And is the Brock Osweiler that played two, three games in Peyton Manning's place, is he the guy? Is he ready? Uh, it looks like Lamar Miller is, is, is you know, an above-average running back. I'm not sure he's the stud that people made him out to be, but he's good. He's good. And yeah, obviously, he's pretty well. I love this kid, Will Fuller. I think he is going Oof. to be – I picked him as my offensive rookie of the year. Uh, yeah. You know, he and DeAndre Hopkins might turn out to be one of the better duos in the league. Uh, oh, yeah. But I think th- that – They've got something in Houston. Now, they're not ready to go prime time, but like I said, because of their neighborhood, they'll be in the playoffs, and they'll be in the playoffs every year for the next few years, if and unless and until, you know, I would say Tennessee Tennessee doesn't really have a shot in the foreseeable future. It's more like Jacksonville, and then if, uh, if personnel-wise, Indy can step up. Yeah. Now, these two teams, well, I mean, we're just talking about the Texans. We'll have to talk about them and the Patriots uh, before the show ends Thursday night preview. But I'll say this. Jimmy G is probably not going to get back. It was a pretty bad injury. They're trying to measure how you know how he's feeling today. But Jacoby Brissett, we remember, he was pretty good, pretty darn good at NC State. And, you know, the, Belichick doesn't take people and doesn't keep them around unless they're pretty good. He held on. They beat the Dolphins. Dolphins started off rough. But I'll say this. Garofalo is, if Brady doesn't retire, Jimmy G is going to get paid. The question is, will he be Rob Johnson or, you know, will he be, you know, legit? But I think that he he looked really good. Yeah, I think he's I think he's way better than both those guys. I really I like the kid. He's mobile, but I, I you know, like you got to have the right offensive coordinator, right? And everything's about play calling and stuff. But I, I was impressed, and the Patriots got a good win. Uh, give me your thoughts on just them moving forward, and then obviously the Panthers and Niners. Niners played a pretty darn good game, but the Panthers are just forty six points. They're ridiculous. 
What you think and about I played against Killer Cam in fantasy, and, and he put up uh, 41 yeah. or 43 yeah. on me. So, you He's know, I'm upset about that. But Chip um, Kelly, man, they, they played some ball. I was texting you. They played some ball. They did. And you know what? San Francisco, I guess you, you lose 46-27 and, and you get blown out. But I guess San Francisco kind of keeps their head up. They oh, you have to be surprised with their first one. two weeks. And you're, you know, yeah, you're one and one, and you showed out all right. I think that score's a little deceptive. Um, so, so Kelly, Brian Kelly, I mean, um, Chip Kelly. We'll talk about Brian Kelly too, but Chip Kelly, <laughs> he is, he's got something going in in San Francisco. Um, you know, I, I might have. They just to, need more talent. They do, but but I think the foundation is all right. I think I think his new yeah. school philosophy. Look, I'm not opposed to his new school philosophy of, you know, sleep and training and rest. And now how he deals with players, that's something else. But 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 the, but the science behind what he does and and his offensive, uh, you know, thing. I think he's learning also on the job. Right? He wanted to go 100 miles an hour and go 78 right. plays on offense. You can't do that. You 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 wear out your offensive line and your defense doesn't rest enough. But I think that he's learning too and he's getting better. So he'll be interesting to watch the next five years. Are you concerned about Kirk Cousins and are people getting too carried away with Dak Prescott? Good win, but this whole talk of like Romo might not ever get back to the field. I'm like, whoa, slow that down. I do like Dak. I think he's composed everything. I mean, Ezekiel, Dez, they all showed up. And Dak's, I think he's going to be legit. But I, I, can't, I can't just throw away Tony Romo. I mean, I've, I'm not even a Cowboy fan. And Romo, just overall, his effort and how clutch and how he plays, he's impressed me and earned my respect to say that he would get his job back. And his Kirk Cousins pressing too hard and I'm like hold up give him a chance because Colt McCoy is definitely not the answer we've already gone down that street and it's a backwards you know it's the street goes in circles so give me your thoughts there nice win for the Cowboys Elliot looks good and Alfred Morris scores a touchdown I was proud of him the Redskins are so stupid give her to Snyder give her to Bruce Allen not Kirk Cousins that's what you need to do the owner. They're not going to win until they do. So, Kirk Cousins is who we thought he was. He is a decent quarterback who's going to have his ups and downs. He's going to make some mistakes. He's kind of the less flashy version of Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's a decent quarterback with a lot of offensive talent around him. So, that's why you expect good things from him. Uh, but I, I don't disagree with the Redskins for not shi- not signing him to a long-term deal because, you know, oh, would yeah, you yeah. want to sign him to a $20, $21, 22000000 million deal? No, I'd sign him a $15 million dollar deal. Yeah, yeah but he won't years. take that. Yeah. He won't take that. I don't think I don't he'll take four for I don't point. think somebody else is going to give it to him, so we'll see well, how this year so plays out. After this year, so that we'll see how that plays out. Right, you're exactly right. As far as the Cowboys go, and I am a Cowboy fan, full disclosure. Uh, Dak Prescott is very impressive. I, I'm very yeah. impressed with his, especially his poise. Uh, he doesn't look like a rookie out there. He looks like at times he's inexperienced, but he doesn't look like a rookie. He doesn't look like a, he looks right, like a right. second, third-year guy who maybe hasn't gotten That's enough snaps in the NFL. Yep. But he's very Ooh. composed for, for a, young, a young player. But Tony Romo's been doing it for a decade. Tony Romo's been doing it for years. Now, if you tell me, 
you wouldn't sign Tony Romo because of the risk is back, you know, his health risk. I, I, I feel that, that, and that's that's valid. But if you tell me you want to win the division because you think the division is up for grabs, even the Giants are 2-0, and but they don't even look good at, at 2-0. and But if you tell me the division is up for grabs, or better yet, you tell me you need to win this game, any game, pick any game on the schedule, Tony Romo gives you a better chance to win any game against any team than Dak Prescott at this at this stage of their career. So don't even talk to me about Dak Prescott. Uh, he'll he, hopefully he'll be an NFL starter at some point, maybe for the Cowboys, maybe not. But Tony Romo is the better player, and you know people get caught up in the moment, especially with the Cowboys. Uh, but no, he, he's your guy, Tony Romo. Big win for Tennessee. Um, not much to talk about. Lions are just kind of they're probably always going to be like an 8-8, eight eight, like look good one week, the next week you don't know. But I, I think for Tennessee to get that win on the road, I like, I told you I really thought them and the Jaguars, the young talent they were developing, but even more with Tennessee because the foundation of Murray and Henry and having a running game, a good offensive line they've been drafting for the last couple of years, and um, you know, and Dick LeBeau there with that defense, they uh they took care of that, you know, fast Lions offense. Lions had so many touchdowns called back, so many self destruction uh penalties, it was ridiculous. But the referees seemed to have a rough day yesterday and I sort of wanted to ask you what you think about the, the Cleveland call against Baltimore and then the call with the Bengals against my two and Steelers which I still think they would have won, but it definitely messed up the opportunity for the Bengals. Give me your thoughts about the Bengals and the Browns and the referees. Yeah, see, you know, the refs come in and out of focus all the time, and you think with instant replay that they would have pretty much almost 100% hit rate. Now, there's some calls that are bang-bang that that you can go either way, and, and the way the rules are written, you know, you have to have undisputable visible visual evidence to, to overturn stuff, but you still see these guys making mistakes. And I don't know if there's anything you can do about that, if it's human nature, if you find them, you suspend them, but you have to hold these guys to the same standard that you hold players to. Um, and the one thing that kills me is they are part-time employees, well-paid, but they're part-time employees. So, the question I have for you and for the audience is if you made these guys full-time and you made them work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, doing whatever, reviewing film, strategizing, you know, previewing the game, would that eliminate this or is it just human nature and you'll never get to, you know, 100% perfect refereeing? The refereeing on average is very good in the NFL, so so we're really nitpicking. That's a big deal. You only have 16 games. These are billion-dollar franchises. You know, you need the best of the best. I agree. I actually think they could put two more refs on each uh, field, number one. And I do think that, you know, sometimes the technology doesn't even, like, you know, the void, it looked like, it looked like he was down, but then some people were like, you couldn't see the angle if the ball was moving when you looked at the back angle. I don't know. You know, I think the Browns got jerked. The Bengals, I think they halfway got jerked. But I don't. I, I would. I would say that I would do full time with them. You know what I mean? I, that would make things possibly better. 
but you just don't know because like you said it's so much of a of a human instinctual thing and then everybody's personal thing right like somebody i forgot breathed on a quarterback and barely tapped his helmet and he got the flag and we saw cam newton getting clobbered and they didn't call anything so you know and then from week to week do they go with the tea leaves and listen to the audience and overreact or whatever i don't know so basically i'll ask you this we're summing up the you know week two of the nfl we got to pick monday night the two and l teams me personally there's seven of them Steelers, you know, Texans, Ravens, Giants, you know, Vikings, yada, 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 all these teams, right, Patriots. I think the best 2-0 team is the Pittsburgh Steelers right now, and I want to get your thoughts on that. I just think we look the best. They are my team, but honestly, the defense has been, I mean, look, they held the Bengals to 16, held the Skins, or maybe they had 16-2, 38-something, whatever, but Right now, our defense is playing way better than people thought we would. I like, you know, Artie Burns is stepping up, you know, some of these other guys, the linebackers, Dupree and Shazier are everywhere, Jones, Cam Hayward. we got some talent, and they're just they're starting to come into their own, and I think people are underestimating. So who, who do you think is the best 2-0 team? Would you go Patriots, Texans, Vikings, Steelers? Where, where would you go? Mm, I know uh, you're not saying Giants. <laughs> no, no, definitely. They look terrible. They could be all in two. Uh, yeah. Your Steelers, it's hard to not say your Steelers, especially given the fact that they don't even have their full arsenal. I mean, you could argue you're getting the best offensive player. I mean, Antonio Brown, uh, Antonio Brown might be the best offensive player, but you might be getting the most you know, versatile offensive player in football back in a couple weeks. So <laughs> it's got to be the Steelers, uh, but at the same time, just because of Bill Belichick, and well, now their second string quarterback goes down. So, so who knows what's yeah, going to happen? This one might be difficult Thursday night. Yeah, but you got to say that you got to be impressed with the Patriots too. I mean, before Garoppolo goes down, you're thinking to yourself, just plug and play. You put anybody in there, and and we're just steamrolling people now. The Dolphins did come back, and they made it a game, a one-possession game, but I'd say Pittsburgh first and then New England second. Monday Night Football, the 1-0 Eagles at the 0-1 Bears, Wentz against Cutler, um, I think maybe both underrated defenses. The way that I look at this one is is that anybody could win. There's not uh, anybody you could really trust. You don't know if Kevin White and, and Alshon will be able to explode on the Eagles and then, you know, depending on Malcolm Jenkins and the boys. But then you don't know, you know, if Carson Wentz can handle what the Bears might do. And, yeah, they instead of blitzing, they, you know, Fangio said he might, you know, just make them make the kid throw passes and, and play tight defense. So it's going to be fascinating. I just think uh, – I like Foxy and I like his defense, but for some reason I think the Eagles are going to surprise everybody, and I think they're going to squeeze out a game, and I think it's going to be Ryan and Jordan Matthews. Uh, one of them will be the fantasy stud. Both will have good games, but I think Wentz, I think this kid is, uh, I think he's different. I think he's uh, going to be okay, and I think the coaching is good. I like Doug Peterson. I think he's going to be uh, wind up being a very good head coach for his whole career. And um, I'll take the Eagles in a close one, 21-20 over the Chicago Bears. The Iggies, 
No, Surprisingly I can't so. roll like that. I can't roll like that. <laughs> I, I, I got to go with Chicago. I think the Eagles are terrible. I think they're lucky to be 1-0. Um, this team, look, th- these are two bad teams. They're not going anywhere. But Monday night is still Monday night. So Jeremy Langford had an up-and-down season last season. I still believe that Jay Cutler has got one of the best arms in football. Alshon Jeffries is one of the beasts of the of the game, right? They were so much so that they were let they let Brandon Marshall go. Chicago has a defense that's on the up upswing. They were terrible two years ago. They're bad last year. They're they're getting a little better. Uh, the Eagles, I think they have now a little bit of tape on Carson Wentz. They they kind of know a little bit more what's happening. So Chicago being the veteran, the more veteran team, the more veteran quarterback at home. I think I gotta go with I gotta go with Chicago. I think Chicago wins this game fairly easily. I think it's kind of going to be an ugly game. I think they'll win twenty seven seventeen. Twenty seven seventeen. Okay, I like that. So we got to do Thursday night, man. It's in New England. They're saying Gronk might not play this game either which is kind of baffling. I'm like, wow, I guess they just want him to be 100% and they want to be careful, which I guess is smart, right? You want him for the whole season and the playoffs, and you're not too worried about the hamstring. And, hey, if you go 2-2, two and two, you're fine. They're already 2-0. and oh. um, Jimmy G probably won't go. It's going to be Jacoby Brissett. Martellus Bennett looked good this week. Um it's hard to go against the Patriots, even at home and, you know, all this stuff. But I think the carpet ride ends. I, I actually think the Texans will be able to go in there. And I know that his game plan, <laughs> Bill, Bill Bill Belichick game plan will be a chess. It's going to be chess, him against Bill O'Brien, right? They know each other very well. That was the former OC. And I think that he's going to find a way to get Will Fuller and, you know, even Braxton Miller with a trick pass play. You don't know if Julian Edelman might play a little quarterback. This is going to be one of those games where it's going to be very entertaining. I'm going to take the Texans over the Patriots in a close Thursday night. Rare game, right, because lately they've been doing division games. This is, you know, an interconference game, but not a division game. I was kind of surprised this was on the schedule. I'll take the Texans 26-24 over the Patriots. And I'm going to say DeAndre Hopkins, 8 for 111 and a touchdown, my fantasy stud. You know what? I didn't think the Patriots would be better than 2-2, two and two, maybe 3-1 uh, and one possibly. But I saw something in this team. They have a third-string quarterback. And if this were Sunday, I would definitely give Bill Belichick even more credit, and, and they would win the game. But because it's Thursday, they've got a short week. However, did you know that this kid, the third-string quarterback, took oh, yeah. first-string first reps going into last week's game? So Bill Belichick actually had the insurance policy working and had him take snaps behind Garoppolo. Now, I don't know if he thought Garoppolo would get hurt or maybe he might not play well. So this guy has been grooming even the third stringer, who's obviously the second stringer now with Brady out, more than most third stringers get any love. So 
this is one of those scenarios where Brady is the is the master and he beats the pupil. He beats the student even with some of his chips down. I got to go with the I got to go with the Patriots. I think the Patriots win a tight game, but I still think they win 26-23. I think they'll find a way to manufacture points. Wow. Well, let's go to it, man. College football. We'll just break it down real quick, the, the top five, quickly go over a couple of games. Bama, Ohio State, Louisville, Michigan. Louisville. Clemson, Louis, moved all the way up to three, that whooping over Florida State. We'll talk about it in a second. Houston, six. Stanford, seven. Michigan State, big win over Notre Dame, eight. Number nine, my Pac-12 sleeper, Washington, and ten, Texas A&M. Ray, Florida State dropped down to 13 and Oklahoma to 25. Give me first Lamar Jackson in Louisville real quick. Heisman leader, McCaffrey's probably number two right now, but how impressed were you with Bobby Petrino and, and uh, what Louisville did? That was insane. And you called it. I wanted to call it. I wasn't bold enough, but you were bold I enough to call it. I didn't call this, though. I, well, I you know it. Nobody called this. Nobody called this. <laughs> I thought Louisville was win. This was a win. <laughs> this Something about shocking. that Florida State team. Shocking is the word. Shocking. Oh, that's shocking. Yeah. I mean, Bobby Trino is, 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 a, is a an offensive-minded coach, and he's done some mm. big things in the past. So, yeah, he's a good coach. Know, Bobby Bobby Petrino's a good coach. Uh, but this kid, Lamar Jackson, I mean, did you see the stats? 18 touchdowns in three weeks. Three weeks. He's got uh, – Like Vic. Vic tweeted at him and said, hey, you're better than me. Yeah, at this stage, Mike Vick, as a sophomore at Virginia Tech, was not doing what this kid Lamar Jackson is doing right now. So he's definitely doing bigger things than Mike Vick, which is not to say that you know he'll yeah. have the impact at the pro level that Mike Vick has, but we'll get there. You know, first things first. I couldn't be more impressed. I mean, Louisville is is not traditionally a football program. They were. You know, always been okay. You know, in terms of football, they've always been a basketball first program, and to handle Florida State like that. And you know what? It's not as if they were unranked and they snuck up on Florida State. They were ranked number ten in the nation, and they started oh, talking yeah. about this kid Lamar Jackson uh, you know, after game one. So shame on Florida State if they didn't take these guys for real. I think they did. I think they just got punched in the mouth and didn't know how to handle it. They- they really got punched in the mouth. And I think another thing that we saw, like I said, Alabama in the second half would take care of Ole Miss. And their dominance is legit. And I think Ohio State's dominance over Oklahoma, I was wrong about that, is legit. And I almost see three and four could be interchangeable between Louisville, you know, Michigan, Clemson, maybe a Houston sneaks in, a Stanford or Michigan State. But I think one and two, I think we have a collision course of the two best coaches with the two best talent that they replenish every year. And Bama needs to get that revenge from two years ago in the semifinals. And Ohio State wants to get back to taste it because they didn't even get in it last year. I think Alabama and Ohio State are by far clearly the two best teams. And I have to apologize 
Um, he's not. I'm, I'm not saying I'm sorry. I'm just apologizing to JT Barrett because he is the point guard and he distributes. He's Chris Paul in college football right now. And Ohio State, Samuel is ridiculous. Weber's okay. The speed, the talent, that defense, Ray. Oklahoma, good night. Maybe you win the Big 12, but good night. It, it, it's a wrap. That was that was impressive. But and I like you know what's Michigan ironic? You know what's ironic is that I don't know if it's ironic, but you want these guys to schedule tough teams. Yeah, but then when you do, and you're oh, one and two, that was too much for Oklahoma. You're though, done. You can't play you're Houston done. and Ohio State. Houston and they Ohio just State. If they played one of them, oh, I know. Both. And and, and here's the crazy part. Bob Stoops, look back at the record. Whenever his team is preseason yeah. top five, top five he yeah. doesn't it's, deliver. They implode. They implode. Whether it's because of the schedule, whether it's because of expectations, whether it's because of whatever, his team does not deliver the goods when they're ranked coming into the season. So I don't know what to say. They probably run the table, or maybe they'll lose one more. But but they're not in the in the hunt for the national championship. Sorry, folks in Norman. Hey, we got to give props to Nebraska for beating Oregon, Cal for coming back and beating Texas. How about North Dakota State taking care of Iowa, who we both feel every year is overrated because they don't schedule nobody. And I'm so glad they took care of them already. That was pretty impressive. And then Georgia in that crazy game coming back to beat Missouri, which, you know, they should have won, but it was still a, a great game and win. And even even in the rain, right, Oklahoma State got delayed and they came back and beat Pitt. Um, disappointed with the whole paternal Penn State thing, but, you know, that's their own business. I guess they're just going to be tone deaf and the whole world saying it shouldn't be done, but they're like, hey, we don't care. We're Penn State, whatever. You know, I I don't know what to say. I, tell me about your thoughts about Michigan State. Big win. Big, big win. Big win. And O'Connor, we didn't know about. We didn't know how well they'd play, but it turns out that another one-and-two team, Notre Dame, needs help. Uh, Deshaun Kaiser is doing as well as he can. I mean, I don't it's have the any de- It's the Sean. defense. What's up with the yeah. coordinator and, and the and the defensive play? I think the defensive coordinator is going to lose his job. I think the head coach is fine. That DC, well, I don't know. Yeah, Kelly's always been an offensive guy, and you know he's got a a, a lot of talent, and they'll be fine could on Michigan, offense. Could Michigan State, a team right? that's not good offensive. They look they look good though. Could they could they win the Big Ten this year? No, that would now that they would be the be, biggest shock if they, they snuck in took care of all these. Things. I know, but look, the Big Ten is a little stuff. bit better than people are thinking, right? Wisconsin's looking good, and <laughs> Maryland looked good. We had a nice, uh, you know, battle with UCF. We got oh, it done. I can't Curry even Hills got Maryland hurt. in the Big Ten, man. Uh, it throws me off too, you know. But I got to ask you: Was Houston heartbroken in a sense? Now, they still get to play Louisville at the end of the season, right? And Louisville's got to play Clemson and Houston. But Houston kind of needed Oklahoma to win to make their victory look better. Or do you think it will still look good because Oklahoma will run through the Big 12? I I do think Oklahoma will probably run through the Big 12. So 
Yeah. So Houston will yeah. still – they probably won't make the final four. They'll be in the top eight final rankings probably if they can win or lose know, against Some Louisville. of these teams might, like you said, you know, what happens if uh, – even though we love Ohio State, what happens if Michigan yeah. gives them a run for the money? Yeah. What happens if nah, uh, I mean, it's, uh, they should reseed the big the Big Ten, the, the Big Twelve, Big Ten, right? Like Michigan, it seems like it's the what is it, East or West? That one side is so much better. You got Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State on one side. Like they need to re reseed that. Uh, re, you know. Yeah, I don't know, realignment. I'm calling for realignment. So let's get to our segment, man, before we end with baseball. I'm sorry. I think we both have some teams or players that we need to apologize to. I'm going to let you go first. Who who do you want to say that you're sorry to, Ray? We talked about him a little bit before. And our callers, some of our callers and some of our fans of the show have been ready to write off his team, and him. So I have to stick up for a guy that used to be a top five quarterback, both in fantasy and in real life. And I have to tell you that I'm sorry to Matt Ryan. This guy went on the road to what was supposed to be an excellent Oakland Raiders defense, an excellent Oakland Raiders team, and put up nearly 400 yards, three touchdowns, and was just looking poised out there. Led his team to a 35-28 victory on the road and just, you know, did his thing and looked like the consummate professional Matty Ice that he was his first two or three years out of college, Boston College grad, and Here's a guy that, like I said, I don't think he's lost anything. I, I think it's all it's all mental. I don't think physically he's lost anything. He's never had the biggest booming arm. But if you give him a nice controlled environment, he can be one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. So I'm sorry for doubting you, and I'm sorry for doubting the Atlanta Falcons because I thought you'd be terrible. Now, I don't think you're winning that division. Because Carolina is just too good, but you know what? You guys aren't terrible, and I'm sorry. I apologize for for calling you terrible. You guys are okay. Um, you'll you'll win some games, and you'll be competitive. Now, I was the first guy that called you out last year when you took that that swoon when you were what seven and one, and you just were not that good. Um, but I'll say on the other side, you're okay. I, I feel like. Football fans in Atlanta, don't worry. You know, your team will be competitive. So I'm sorry for writing you off and writing off your quarterback, Matt Ryan. Now, I have to apologize in Major League Baseball, not to a team that I predicted to be in the playoffs and do really well in the Boston Red Sox, but to potentially one of their best players in their history and just – Someone who I have to admit I didn't I hesitate on giving respect to his career batting average is two eighty six his home runs are five hundred and thirty seven the guy's got seven hundred and fifty seven ribbies his on base percentage is you know three eighty but in the last year of a man by the name of David Ortiz, who was batting 316 with 34 homers, 
116 ribbies and a batting uh, on base percentage of 401. He's you know leading his team in like three or four categories. I have got to say a major I'm sorry to David Ortiz. What I'm seeing is the I don't even know it's the best DH maybe ever, the best way to go out. I mean, it's incredible the talent and he's playing on a team with Pedroia and Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts could be MVP. You know, him or Mike Trout, 197 hits, you know, from Mookie Betts. But David Ortiz is just, you know, top five in average, top five in homers, you know what I mean? He's having a crazy season that he himself is going to get some MVP votes. You know, he probably you know won't get it, but he'd be in the top five voting. I would probably give it to Trout or Betts. You know, Donaldson will be there, but... Ladies and gentlemen, I have disrespected and slept on David Ortiz for too long as a Yankee fan. I mean, he even has 73 runs. This guy's, you know, he's not just, you know, 155 hits. What? I mean, this is incredible season, Ray. So, David Ortiz, I am so sorry. And, you know, you, you've had a heck of a career and a heck of a season, and I – I was sleeping. I was definitely Tay was sleeping. So let's finish strong. Let's talk about MLB. I'm I'm emotional. Our Yankees got swept, Ray. The Red Sox put it on them. They look like they've locked up the AL East. Um, basically, right now it's looking like you know the Giants are fading. The best first half, the worst second half so far, and you know, but they're still there. But the Mets had a good still weekend. You know, I got to ask you this, though. I mean, you know, look, the Mariners are not giving up. They've been playing a heck of a ball. We should try to get Dave Sims on back on the show, but he, I know he's busy in the pennant race, you know, covering this game team. You know, they're still there with their 79 wins. Um, can can they, you know, catch the Toronto, or is it – Toronto looks like them in Baltimore are just going to hold on, and 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 or do you see Detroit or Seattle making a last couple of weeks run to catch one of those AL East uh, Blue Jays or Orioles? What are your thoughts? No, look, the only thing is the schedule. I got to look at the schedule to see yeah. how many times these guys play each other. But no, I, I don't think so. I think the playoffs are pretty much set. I think the Orioles and the Blue Jays are going to get the wild cards. I think the Boston Red Sox are going to win the division. And then in the West, or in the uh, in the National League, I think it comes down to Mets, Giants, and Cardinals. And yeah. the Mets, from being the t- four days ago, the team that was out, a are now heart. up a game. A San Francisco, right? San Francisco has got it's 70 scary. losses, but talent. they're still in it. They're still yeah. in it. And the, and the St. Louis Cardinals have 71 losses. So, this is too hard to call. I, I said on last show that I <laughs> thought the Giants yeah. and the Cardinals would be in and the Mets would be out. But you know what? The Mets I are playing the, Mets. the best of all those yeah. teams. It's fascinating. I don't know if you've noticed this, and this is one of those things where you're like, hmm, not, not to call somebody out for steroids, but I don't know if you've noticed. From Minnesota, have you seen what this kid, uh, Brian Dozier, has done in the second half of the season? I mean, he's – his second, second half base. has been, yeah, and it's been like, 
and you MVP. Hope it's not a Brady Anderson situation, is what you're saying. Oh, uh, I hope not, Ray, because I'm just like, I mean, he's a nice player, but his second half has been insane. This kid is tearing it up for Minnesota, and I'm just like, wait a minute, my spidey senses are going off, but he is doing it. And let me ask you, just would you give Trout? Do you feel like MVP should go to Jose Altuve, Trout, Mookie Betts, Donaldson, Ortiz? Where would you go, uh, AL MVP? Oh, I can't give it to Ortiz, no. even though sentimental. He, he doesn't play. You know, so I gotta give it wins to against the approach. It'd be Trout, War for, but I, I, I don't think Trout. I don't know if he deserves it, but yeah, well, you know, Trout is one of those guys that's going to be a top three MVP for the next every year. So yeah, that's how good he is. You know, yeah. I, you're never wrong if you pick Trout. I think, to me, the tie goes to the runner. To use a baseball. Oh, and let me not say. Let me not forget about Edwin Encarnacion. I'm sorry, he's he's up there too. Encarnacion, sure. So yeah, the people definitely. that are in the playoff run, I think, get a little bit of a turbo boost, unless. The Mike Trout, you know, the guy that's eliminated, is having so much. If he's having a triple crown season, so I think right. I, I lean a little bit towards those other players. For three quarters of the season, I thought it was Jose Altuve, because the Astros were coming back, they were playing well between the stolen bases, between the defense, between the offense. I really yeah. liked Jose Altuve. You know, a dark Mookie horse, Betts you're right. Really Edwin Encarnacion. I mean, Josh Donaldson yeah. won it last year, so maybe they keep it up up in uh, up in Toronto. Well, his, I do like, I mean, Edward, yeah. his I do like the teams that are crazy. playing in the playoff run because those games matter. No, no, you're and, right. And you're getting no, you're better right. pitching. You're getting more emphasis, whereas Mike Trout's playing games that don't matter. I mean, look, Encarnacion is, what, 118, number one in RBIs. He's what number two or three? He's three in homers with forty. Dozier's Do- 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 got forty-one. You know, I mean that's impressive. I mean, so yeah, Edwin and Carcion, I kind of slept on the season he's had. But again, Mookie Betts, you know, Mookie Betts has been clutch. Ortiz, I mean, it's been a good year. I think um, when you look at like Cy Young, would you just say? Do you like just Scherzer? I mean, Arietta's obviously been winning, and his team is winning. And do you just go Rick Porcello? I mean, it's hard to believe he's got 20 wins, um, you know, for the Red Sox. You know, but, I mean, most people don't want to, you know, just say, oh, Rick Porcello, you know what I mean? I mean, or do you just, you like uh, Corey, uh, Corey Kluwer? Well, this is one of those interesting years that Corey Kluber won his. I mean, he was he's on a Cleveland team that's in the mix, and he's got very similar stats to Rick Porcello. Uh, yeah. He's got more Ks, uh, but I think ultimately Porcello wins. I think Porcello wins the, the, the AL Cy Young. And, and Scherzer gets the NL. So it's either Scherzer you know Lester or and John Arietta both Lester. have 17 wins. Yeah, Lester yeah so it's too, either yeah. Scherzer or Lester. Um, okay. it, it's hard That'd for be me. It's going to be close. Yeah, though. it's hard for me not to give Scherzer the nod. But then again, Lester's team has the best record in baseball. Uh, so 
there was a point in time where, see, Scherzer's been a more consistent. Lester had a bad month and a half, I mean, in his stint, for a Cy Young winner, right? And then he had an untouchable two, three months. So are you okay with the inconsistency? Maybe. I, it might just be as simple as who pitches well the last, you know, what is it, 18, 19 games. I mean, they're going to get, what, four more starts? So it could be as simple as that. Now, the thing is, the Chicago Cubs really have nothing to play for because they're going to, they're going to have the best record. So, Neither does degree, Washington. So. Well, I guess you're right. To some degree, Washington doesn't either. They'll have the second best record. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. I, but but I, I would say flip a coin. I say slight advantage to Max Scherzer. Yeah. Well, a great show. Go turn on Monday Night Football. They're on. Uh, you know, Eagles had a little protest with Malcolm Jenkins and the fellas, I believe. Um, let's just have a great sports week. All the TV premieres should be fun. You know, some of these new shows, some of the old favorites coming back. I got to tell you, Ray, Oprah Winfrey is doing it right now. Her network has really just put up together two amazing shows. Queen Sugar, which is on episode three, is amazing. And she's had a series this summer, Greenleaf. The quality is amazing. And the one, Queen Sugar, it's all female directors, which is uh, Ava DuVernay, who was you know, nominated for the Oscar or whatever. But it's uh, just incredible series. Ohm is Oprah. You know, it's hard to develop a network, but she's uh, she's got it going now. So I got I got to give it to her. She uh, Oprah's coming back big. <laughs> she's swinging a big bat. Well, it, so it enjoy the voice. Four or five years where they've been kind of sputtering, yeah. but when they got their original programming right, yeah, the Ohm. Yeah. yeah. Doing it. It's, Never uh, bet against Oprah. No, no, never, 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 never. And she now it's uh, yeah, it's it's legit. And uh, Alicia Keys and uh, Miley Cyrus on the Voice tonight. So we'll see, we'll see. You know, good sports week. Eagles, Bears. We'll be back Friday. Enjoy Thursday night football. Ray's got the Bears and the Patriots, and Tay's got the Eagles and the Texans. We'll see who's right. <laughs> Enjoy, peace. Out.